Okay, well, we're back. Someone asked me today if the rat batch was still a thing, and I was like, we took off one week. Chill. Just one. They all went on vacation. I was sick, so I didn't get to have a fun vacation, but yeah, we're back. Now we have two weeks worth of shows to talk about, so we're going to introduce ourselves again with the audio on this time. So I'm I'm Stacy. It's a good plan. Hi. It's a good plan for the audio to be on. <laughs> it does help. Yo, I'm Joe. Um, I'm Nikki. Let's gonna make I'm a. It's gonna make a joke about like refusing to introduce myself, but that just didn't seem productive. <laughs> well, we've got. Two episodes of Bat Batch and two episodes of Loki to go through because... Yeah, we do. Yeah, we took off time. So we're going to go through it fast. Also, it's raining and I'm in my garage. So if it rain kicks back up again, it might get really weird sounding in here. So anyhow. <laughs> Joe, you're going to wing this? You didn't write uh, a fancy totally ass thing. He, he usually, I did. You like, do. it was like... It was a couple hours ago, and I was like, all right, we're podcasting. I, I have two synopsis to write, and then I, I just didn't. <laughs> I just didn't. That's... Also, like, I'm really surprised by, like, how little amount of, like, online there is of, like, plot synopsis after the fact. No, because like, everybody either, just wants hot it's takes. Either, like, a re- yeah, either, it's like either, like, a full recap, like, where they write a two-page article, or it's hot takes, or it's... The full Wikipedia breaking down every tiny nuance little thing in the episode. But yeah, I'm just going to wing it. So, uh, Bad Batch, Chapter 8, Reunion. Are you the Bad Batch are still on Braca, where they're getting ready to leave, but they have been spotted by the Scrapper Guild, who has alerted the Empire of their presence. I just Uh-oh. remembered what happened at the end of that episode. Sorry, I like, <laughs> it was just in my head like, what happened oh. in that episode? Oh, <gasps> You've been oh. waiting to yell about this, and we just didn't get the podcast last week. So, um, the Scrapper Guild alerts the Empire of their Bad Batch's presence. We saw that in Episode Seven. So, uh, Crosshair, of course, is alerted by uh, the Empire and dispatched to track them down and kill them or bring them in or whatever. And he, they want the clone Omega alive. At least the Kaminoans do. I can't remember if the Empire does. I don't think the Empire cares. No, they don't. They don't no, know about they don't her. Care. Yeah, the Empire doesn't care. Um, but Crosshair arrives. Of course, there's a run-in with the Bad Batch. Um, it's actually pretty terrifying, them getting chased around Braca and the cruiser, the ship that they're on. Like, it's pretty terrifying. They end up in, like, the engine well where, like, the engine starts and it, that was like, projects. Yeah, it was really intense. Yes, yes. Toasty. And, like, Crosshair <laughs> tries to, like, totally, like burn his old friends to death it's pretty terrible but they manage to escape crosshair ends up getting his face burned in the act while all of this is going on back at their ship cad bane has arrived unknowingly and take that so casually you I were did, just like I did. oh yeah i'm sorry it's there. because we skipped a whole week and now next week's has got like all of cad bane i'm sorry i told you i'm winging this so they <laughs> here Hunter and Omega arrive back to their ship where a group of stormtroopers has been dispatched by someone who we don't know. And as they're ready to board their ship, they run into Cad Bane. Woo! 
Is that better? I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. That's better. There he is. <laughs> He's there got he the is. best hat in the galaxy. For sure. I screamed. I screamed. I literally I shrieked. I mean, she did. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I got to get for this. Ready? Because we talked about this. So we were right. Yeah, Cad Vane was going to show up in this show. Woohoo! Look at our fancy ass gif. We were right. So Cad Bane shows up, and then the notorious Clone Wars deleted scene, never finished scene between Cad Bane and Boba Fett, where they have a duel, is completely ripped and repurposed in a much better fashion with Hunter and Cad Bane facing off in a duel. But in why which, is it, why is it better, Joe? Because it doesn't have Daniel Logan. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, okay. <laughs> I, I just knew that was coming. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I, I look. I'm, I'm not. I don't want to be like. I'm not excited that we, we lost out on some Boba Fett. I'm not excited about that. It's just the idea of more Daniel Logan in Star Wars is not a good thing. Also, we're so, about to get a whole Boba Fett show, so it's okay. Probably. He hasn't photoshopped his face onto Oh, he has. He has. Oh, has? Yeah, he has. Of course. Um, Cad and D- Jaren do need to run into each other so that we have dueling Western themes that would... So we're going to get to some more Cad Bane and Boba Fett later. That might be my new fan fiction later because i have something really cool that i found out from the second the next episode anyways cad bane and hunter have a face-off a duel hunter loses this duel cad bane yeah. shoots him in the chest and then takes omega and leaves and that's pretty much how the episode ends uh mm-hmm. yes yep i mean crosshair gets burnt pretty badly he looks a little bit like dengar when he's all wrapped up it's kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> and so true. yeah it was uh sorry I, I feel like i'm not recapping this very well this no is you why did I, I mean yeah. it was a pretty action-packed episode really but that was episode. really it was. what it was it was very one of my favorites very like intense the parts with crosshair and the bad batch i um i read another review that i, I agreed with a little bit like it was kind of harsh but they were like the interaction between the the bad batch and crosshair was kind of it didn't feel like they were trying to reach out to their old friend as much as they were just trying to say, like, F you, buddy, you're not with us anymore, which yeah, I agree with a little bit. I mean, true. there was a little bit of, like, hey, this is the – like, there was one line. I can't remember which – I think it might have been Wrecker who said it, like, or Tech. It's it, it's your inhibitor chip, or maybe even Omega said it. It's your inhibitor chip that's doing this to you. Like, they're trying to explain to him, but it's, like, it's barely there. It happens really fast, and then they just, like, all right, on with the action. Like, they, like he starts trying to murder them very quickly. Orders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, you're right. So maybe it's not necessarily their fault that they, I mean, they can only reach out so much. So, but it was very action packed. It's the part in the, like, in the, I don't even know, the ignition tube, I guess you want to call it, was pretty terrifying. The engine. Oh, yeah. That whole and thing. Cat, and Cat time. As soon as they, like, was fantastic. As soon as I realized where they were, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. You True. never go down into the engine. That's a terrible. Idea. I mean, who's gonna think that someone's gonna turn the engine onto? Crosshair was a step ahead of them the entire episode. That yeah. was like the really eerie part. Like it was well, like, he okay, knows them. these guys are gonna get out of here. They know what they're doing, and then it's like, nope, nope, nope. Every turn, like they was the wrong move. He was yeah, their brother, and you know what? And and he probably also knows better than the rest of them how they move about because he's always the guy that's 
at a distance covering their asses. He's right? their overwatch. Right? So yep. he, he knows exactly what tactics they're going to use and all of that. But yeah, I mean, maybe they've just decided he's a lost cause at this point. But I mean, they have a child to protect. That's true. They they are the dad batch. They are dads now. <laughs> but I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I definitely think it's up there in like the top tier of this season so far. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best episode this season so far. Yeah. I really enjoyed the next one we're going to talk about a lot. A lot. We, why don't we just talk? I we can like go every right week, into I'm it. like, okay, this is my favorite. And like, it keeps changing. It, that's it, a, which that's is how a good it should thing. be. Yeah, that's, that's how it should thing. be. Well, I, yeah. let's just recap this the next one, too, because we can just talk about it all together. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so um, chapter past nine. Week. Chapter nine, Bad Batch is Bounty Lost, I believe. Yes. Is, yes. Is the name of the episode. And, um,. Cad Bane is taking Omega to oh god I'm not gonna remember the it's name of the planet Camino, but it's, it's, it's a, an it's... alternate cloning site that the Caminoans have yes yeah. I can't remember. I'm sorry I really did they didn't say the name of the planet or did they just say the name of the facility they, 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 they planet their facility on somewhere yeah yeah this is this is amateur hour by me not having the information well, but it looks like Bespin right it did look like Bespin. Because like, it was like up in like the clouds, it wasn't in the well, water. Even the the colors, right? Like the color yeah. of the sky. In fact, I think my husband even bio. said that he's like, "Is this Bespin?" I'm like, "No, it's not Bespin." Yeah. But, Today yeah. definitely, it looks like a Tabana gas mining type of deal, like like on Bespin. But the um, it is Boravio, and it's in the Lido system. Lido system. That's yeah. what I remember. Yeah. Yep. I remember him saying Lido. Was their alternate cloning facility, so or their prior cloning facility? Mm-hmm. So as uh, Cad Bane is taking Omega to this facility to meet uh, Lama Sue, no, sorry, Tan Wei, Tan Wei, is representing the Kaminoans and representing Lama Sue. And she goes. Uh, <laughs> Omega convinces, of course, convinces Cad Bane's droid. I don't know Cad Bane's droid's name. Seth I mean, Bane. I'm sure. No. What is it? No. I said Seth Green. No, that's not his name. It is. I mean, it's his voice. It's annoyingly his voice. It sticks out a little too much to be immersed in it. But convinces his dro- her, you know, Cad Bane's droid to uh, let her out of her prison cell to help him fix his leg. She takes advantage of the situation as they're landing on Lido. Uh, she escapes the ship, starts to get away. Cad Toto. Toto. Toto sixty. Oh. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> I like I like Toto. He's cute. Nick, you like um, anything having to do with Cadbin? Yeah. And robots. I'll go on a side rant about Toto, but I'll let Joe finish first. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty this is a pretty straightforward episode. There's not a lot to cover as far as recap. It's basically Omega shapes Cadbin's ship on planet um, as. Cad Bane catches her, tries to deliver her to Tan Wee. As Tan Wee is arriving, Fennec Shan arrives as well and kills Tan Wee. Yeah! And I love we Fennec. We find out that Fennec Shan has been hired by not the Kaminoans themselves, but by, oh God, I don't, I don't know her name. The other Kaminoan 
who is looking yeah. out for Omega, who, not the, who has a not connection. Not the Prime Minister, the other one. Man, I did a really bad job of doing my research. I, I can't remember her We're name either, terrible so with I, I don't. Yeah, we really are. This it's is kind not, of I know Lama Sue is the, is the Prime Minister. Lama Sue is the Prime Minister. Right. Tanwi is like her go-to. Tanwi was in Attack of the Clones, right. talks with Boba and Jango, all that, and Obi-Wan. I can't remember the name of the other Kaminoan who is looking out for Omega, who yeah. has formed a connection with her. No, but let's that, say. There Lama you go. Nala Say, Nala Say oh, has Say. hired okay. Fennec Shand on her own to basically protect Omega, keep Omega away from the other Kaminoans bringing her back. So, um, which is an interesting twist because before we thought Fennec Shand was hunting ta- or Omega for somebody, and it actually is she's she wanted to track down Omega for what is it? Nama, what is it? Nala? Nala Say. Nala Say. Nala Say. Nala Say. I think she was originally Gonna was working back. for. Yeah, mm-hmm. but once um, once the, tra- the 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 yeah. prime minister said they were just going to terminate her and harvest her material, that's when she changed and gave new directions. Yeah, yeah. to Fennec. So so yeah. Um, but Fennec, yeah. So Fennec shows up, kills uh, Tanwi, and then a battle slash escape scene ensues with Omega trying to escape and. Fennec Shan and Cad Bane have some really great, like, dual fight scene, like, battle scenes. Really, really good. And um, eventually, Omega does escape on, like, a flight pod. And then the Bad Batch get there just in time, of course, to grab her escape pod, flight pod, and get away with her. Yeah. But some really interesting, this, you know, the interesting part was us learning who Fennec was hired by. That Cad Bane is hired by the Kaminoans themselves to bring Omega back so she can be terminated. And now we know that there's sort of this rivalry going on within the Kaminoan facility that even they don't really know about other than Nala Say. Yeah. So, really um, interesting. I Yeah, I thought the Fennec Shan and Cad Bane stuff was really, really good. The um, That still we've seen, It's I mean, you've seen it as a still, but we've seen video of it too from the trailers of Fennec Shan was actually from this episode when she faces down uh, Cat Bane. Well, and and we did find out, and it's coming up in the chat, that uh, the reason they want Omega is because she's first-generation DNA. So I know in the chat you're saying that it's Django DNA, but they didn't say that explicitly. I've been arguing arguing this all week on Twitter. Yeah, because listen, if it was... If it was pure, unaltered Django she DNA, wouldn't she wouldn't or, be blonde she... or male. Yeah. Right? They just said first so, generation. Well, they said that there was another one who was Alpha now called Boba. Right. That just means a first generation clone. Yeah. Doesn't mean a sample from Django. Exactly. I want to say, I think our podcast is in the minority with yeah. what we're saying right now. Because I, I, he, I keep there's a, it's pretty much way. an online consensus, and everybody just immediately ran with the ball of okay, she's a she's a first generation Django clone, just like Boba is. She was unaltered. She's Boba Fett's sister. Like that seems to be what the internet is completely running with. Except she's I been, am not really been altered. Right, yeah, she's altered. I'm not running with that at all. And also, she's force sensitive, it. and we know it. Even though they haven't gone really big with it, the clues are there. They are very subtle clues. They are. So the chat's saying that, you know, tweaking hair coloring sex would be easy. Sure. But why? 
but that would still be a modification to the DNA. Exactly. She wouldn't be an unmodified clone. Right. So, we could end up being wrong on this one, but I think we're going to find out that she's somebody else's first-generation clone. Uh, it's so... a gamble, but my money is still on Palpatine. I mean, but yeah. even then, though, then she would be a female and he's not, right? Oh, yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. I mean, we could be going way too far on one side of the of this. But mm -hmm. I think the hair color is really, like, it's one thing if they wanted to maybe flick the, the sex. Well, no, but no, the hair color would be a big, like, an alteration. Tech does the, um, the scan of her brain. It was mm -hmm. like, and identifies her as an unaltered clone, though. Right, but he doesn't say... Specifically, like Django clone. Gen one he genetic material. I went Gen back one. and I went back and read it and watched it a couple times because people online were arguing, saying Tech specifically says that she's Django's clone, blah blah blah, and he doesn't specifically say that. This is what I think happened, and I think that the way that they had him say it was purposeful. I mm -hmm. think that Tech saw that she was Gen one genetic material DNA, and Tech automatically assumes that that means Django. Because why wouldn't it? Because that's the every only clone they've seen. Every other clone trooper or every other clone out of the Camino facility that Tech knows about is Django. Okay? But, but, as soon as they have this conversation, or I can't remember if it's even before or after, they show you on the other Lido cloning facility other clones in tubes. Like weird creepy well, clone stuff just like they showed in mando this past season and like that okay. one clone that came that uh came out of the tube during the fight with fennec was a, a kaminoan so also that was gross that was one of the yeah, grossest things i've seen in star wars if you if, i don't know if, i mean this is like a deep eu cut but uh in in republic commando books they had captured you know uh a Kaminoan geneticist to figure out the whole aging thing. But anyway, they talked about how, as their own species, they basically perfected their own genetics by, like, cloning themselves and doing all this crazy shit. Yeah, they don't reproduce in any other way anymore, if I remember. So, yeah. So, that them, like, going to this ancient-ass facility, I mean, it looked like it had, hadn't been in use for a long time. So, who knows? So, but I think... Our podcast agrees pretty much in unison that we do not think that she's a Gen 1 Django I... clone. We are definitely in the minority. So if the chat wants to run with that, like, I don't have an issue. With we will either be whatever. right or wrong. Or the audience, yeah. <laughs> we were right about like... Cad Bane. We were right yeah, about Cad we Bane. We knew I just he was going to show up. If I turn out to be wrong, like, if Tech is right and she's Gen 1 Django, like, I will, hey, I, I was wrong. Like, But just... it just seems like. I just want the narrative to address why she's blonde and why she's a girl i mean yeah. the, the only reasoning i could think that if she was a Django clone why she would be a blonde and girl yeah. would be because they don't want anybody to know about her yeah like that that makes her unassuming right that separates her from the other clones right so if i mean if they wanted to keep her separate for whatever purpose having her as a blonde female mm -hmm. keeps her separate from all the brunette males basically yeah right i do think well, whichever direction it goes of the two that we think it could go they're both 
there still can be really cool plot lines with both of them. Sure. Like if Boba is Alpha and Omega is Omega, you know, beginning and end, right. like that then that means she pretty much is Boba's sister. And then they can tie that in and do some really cool stuff with that. But if Boba being the first clone is Alpha and Omega ends up being the last clone, like different clone out of the Camino facility and she's somehow related to Palpatine, that just makes perfect sense for me because why wouldn't <laughs> Palpatine be the end? Like, that's how he thinks of himself. He's the yeah. end-all, be-all. He is the He's Omega. He's the final Sith Lord. Yes. Like, that's how he thinks of himself. And, like, I don't know. So I really think whichever direction they go of that, if, I mean, it could be something completely different, but it seems like those are the two paths we think there are options for. There's still some really cool stuff they can do with either one. It's. I, I feel really? like they're going to try to tie it all in with Grogu and Mandalorian, like that, everything, right? Like, that's kind of what these animated shows tend to be, is they kind of fill the, the gaps. Story. And I feel like cloning is the through line on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do we want to get to my nuggets? My nuggets from these episodes? My two nuggets? No, go. Go for it. So my facts told you. Two nuggets, Joe. I, I, no, I don't want your nuggets. <laughs> wow. Okay, sorry. I don't I don't like the way you said that. I'll come that. up with a better phrase for that for next time. <laughs> Please don't offer me any more nuggets. <laughs> All the nuggets. No, I don't no. want your nuggets either. Why did I decide to have a podcast with my friends? Uh, <laughs> uh, the first one is, I believe, I might be wrong, but I believe that Tan Wee is the first character that was introduced in a live-action film to be killed off in an animated show. Good. I think I might be right. Like, I... I was racking my brain and trying to think of another one and like it's been a bit since i watched rebels but i think this is the first example of that happening which was just kind of interesting to me no the second one maul gets killed in rebels um maul gets killed in maul gets killed a lot episode one maul does get killed in rebels so you're right there's a better one i I feel like that doesn't count if they have to like retcon the death they brought him back like yeah. Oh no, Steve's right. Steve's Steve right. is right. You you killed my nuggets. To be fair, though, Sorry. remember I don't know if you when you guys I was waiting for you guys to watch it in chat, and I'm like, man, I laughed at a really inappropriate time in this episode, and it was when she she was dead, and it was like, oh, it's Tom Wee, she's dead, and I laughed because every time that we would see a Kaminoan anywhere, they'd be all over. It's like, is that Tom Wee? Is that Tom Wee? Now they can't do that anymore because she's dead. Sorry. <laughs> That's my side rant on that one. <laughs> <laughs> my other factoid. Second this is nugget. a good one. When Cad Bane lifts his hat up during his battle slash talk with Fennec Shan, he has a metal plate right here on his head. Like he got shot in the head. That he did not have before. <laughs> and in the, in, in the not completed Clone Wars scene between him and Boba, the duel, that's where Boba shoots him. So, there's still a good chance him and Boba had a run-in already, and if him and Boba had a run-in already, and young Boba already has kind of beat Cad Bane, his, like, status as a bounty hunter has already been reduced, and that's even more reason for Fennec Shan to not be afraid of him, or to take him on. I've been saying this week that I think that um, we're going to get a flashback to that duel in Book of Boba. I think so, too. Get a flash? 
Yeah, I think that's going to be one of those moments. I can't hear you. That... Uh oh. No. Nope. No. She unplugged her mic, I think, for a second and plugged it back in. Yeah. You need to reset, Stacey? Yeah. No, I. Wait. No. Very low. Very low. Yeah. Carry on, I'll figure stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It wasn't. It, it's her audio is not separate on anymore. It's all grouped together. So. I think your Skype mic may have reverted to a different mic instead That's of your headset. Ah, try Skype mic. But yeah, um, I think that Fennec's a badass. She had no reason to be scared of uh, Cad Bane, but also. I mean, you're right. I'm not. I don't want. I don't want to like. Yeah, I don't want to like say to like, try and drop Fennec Shan down a notch because of that. But Fennec Shan isn't as well known. Like not yet. She's Cad starting Bane's out. Thing is like baddest bounty hunter in the galaxy during the Clone Wars. Like Cad Bane's top of the food chain as far as bounty right. hunters go. Or at so, least he was. That's a good point you was. made. He maybe yeah. he's got to knock down a peg. I totally yeah. missed Joe's point. Right Cad Bane has a metal plate on his head where Boba shot him in the uh, unfinished oh, footage. Thank you, thank you. Um, I mean, we think that's what it's from. It seems pretty obvious. That's why they would put it there. Thing that bothered me is bothering me slightly, and it's really silly. She's wearing the same clothes she wears in Book of Boba. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> nobody changes their clothes in Star Wars, but. but Except like, for Padme and Ahsoka costumes for everyone every time they get a chance. Padme and Ahsoka get new outfits, and everybody else is just rocking the same shit. Like, it's true. I did notice this also, Steve. But at the same point, I was just like, whatever. I like her outfit, so I don't care. <laughs> it, I mean, it's super cool, but it's also nearly thirty years. <laughs> she likes it's, simplicity. You, fi very... you find something that works and you stick with it. Okay. Yeah, like, I bet, I bet that, that dress that's... has pockets. Eighty years of cartoons have been doing that, so that one doesn't bother me too much. It's true. Yeah, she can't become very infamous and badass by just letting Cad Bane stand her down. So she's got to pretty much take him on head on. To earn I do get up. the point that she's a new bounty hunter and he's got this massive reputation though. Yeah. It's true. Well, I, I hope we're going to see a little bit more of the gaps too of what happens. So if we yeah. do get that flashback in Book of Boba, that'd be cool. I think they kind of learned a little lesson from that epic ass Rebels duel with Darth Maul. Like, like it was that was such a great scene, but also at the same time, would it have been better if they had done that in live action? So they might be mm -hmm. thinking the same thing with Cad Bane and Boba. Like that should maybe be a live action scene instead. Hopefully. Who could have foreseen a live action Obi Wan show? I know. At the time, clearly not. But now they know do, what's going on, right? So now they're going to save the really good shit for live action. Do you think they love us enough to just reshoot <laughs> that scene in live action? Well, that's no. what we're hoping. Nikki, I just have to point out for the people who are watching on Spotify that your background is like just Cad Bane, but I can't see his face. It just looks like you You're wearing the giant hat. Giant hat. Even his his tube is going into your headset. <laughs> it's true. Well, I love it. It looks great. It's kind of an issue for me. Like, do I have a crush on this fictional character or do I want to be this fictional character? Is it both? It's Yeah. It's, I think it's, 
I don't I don't think we're gonna see the Obi Wan Maul duel in the live action flashback because I think unless they have finally gotten somebody else to play Maul, but they're trying to stay away from Ray Park right now. <sighs> After things I've seen, I want to stay away from Ray Park too. <laughs> I mean, it's they could pretty easily get another body actor for him, right? Yeah, like they haven't. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think they. I will. don't know. Are they gonna find someone else who can do all of those stunts? Yes. I mean, yeah, they can. There's an entire industry of people who do those stunts. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Ray Park is very good at doing those stunts. He was. I mean, they don't even use his voice anymore. They use Sam Witwer's voice now because Sam Witwer's better. I agree with Nocturnal Alchemy. They need to bring back Embo. Space Raven is the best. Filoni loves Embo, so that's always in the cards. Always. <laughs> that, I mean, Embo is Filoni's favorite. He he will draw Embo on your arm if you let him when you walk by him. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I will absolutely let him draw Embo on my arm. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He loves Next time you see him at Celebration, be like, hey. You're, but here's the thing. Hey, is that Embo? We're, we're never... Embo on it. We're never going to be able... On your arm and then go get it tattooed right after. We're never going to be able to just, like walk up to Dave anymore like that, you know? He's gonna... Yeah. It's... Those, those days, days are, are over. Past. Those days I'm so are glad over. I got my moment where I just it's got to walk It's not even that he's too him. big time for it. It's just that they won't let him because he's big too big time. Like, Dave would totally still be like, right. hey, I'm going to come hang out with the but fan he would, groups. He but he would get mobbed by, like, tons yeah. of people like, I feel like too. he has more, rec- like, is more recognizable now. Yeah, I mean, they had him on the talk show circuit promoting yeah. stuff. Like, he was on I Good Morning America and stuff. That's true. We should just there. we should just send that guy out. He's like, hey, Dave, come over here this way. We got your doubles, your decoys out there. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be like uh, what we saw in Celebration Orlando, where basically they, they kept everybody behind lock and key without... But yeah, we yeah. have to wrap this up quick. Oh, that's true. That's true. All right. I really enjoyed I... these Bad Batch episodes. That's cool. Really yeah. They were these really were good. good. I, I don't know if we'll see more Fennec. I mean, maybe we will, but it seems like right now, it seems like she's like, all right, well, you wanted me to protect her, and she's with the Bad Batch, so she's good to go. Uh, we don't know if Cad Bane's going to keep trying to get at her because his money went all down, I don't know where it went, off the city. I don't know if that was water or what down there. Uh, yeah. Toto, he's... Uh, Unfortunately, he just does not seem like the type of droid that should be hanging out with Cad Bane. He needs like a chopper, murderous villain droid type. That um moment where Omega jumps on his head was so D and D to me. It's just like <laughs> that thing's floating. I'm gonna ride it. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, so we'll see. We we've got that. We're over the halfway point now, so. Who knows how this is going to go and, and if they're going to do a second season. I mean, it looks like they're definitely heading that way. I don't think they're going to be able to wrap this up, whatever they're doing. I would be surprised if they don't. So, two seasons. We'll see. All right. Then we should we should get into Marvel and Loki so we can, we can stay on task. But now Nikki gets to wing it. And now I get to wing it. Oh, no. Yeah. Hold on. I got distracted. <laughs> I'm trying While to... You... While you compose yourself, 
I'm going to gush about how much of the Marriott was in episode two of Loki. Oh, and my it made heart. Me so incredibly happy. Like, oh, and like, over there. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I get to go there. there. I would hang out drunk on this part. Yep. He's Which yes. did take away from a little bit of the immersion. Like, that's the carpet. That's the fucking carpet. I the know shit that. The street carpet was not even edited out. <laughs> um, and for those people who don't know, um, the Marriott in Atlanta, Georgia is the place where Dragon Con is uh, put on every year. It's one of the host hotels, yep. One, one of the host hotels. It's the main for, hotel Dragon. everybody really hangs out yeah. at. Um, and we are all avid Dragon Con goers. Was actually Steve and I's first date. Aww. I got, I was 20 years old, got into a car with a man I met on the internet and two of his friends and drove across <laughs> state lines. So brave. <laughs> Incredibly brave. I was one of those other weirdos, so. My sister stood watching on the porch, shaking her head. It was 10 o'clock at night. She didn't think she was ever going to see me again. I did, I did my first Star Wars cosplay at Dragon Con, and... Someone let me go wander around by myself with a lightsaber and alcohol, and I got into a lot of random duels with strangers in the hallway. Sounds it was about right. great. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. All right. So, yeah. Two episodes yeah. of Loki. We've got three more left after yeah. this one. I have no pictures for Loki, so I'm just going to go back to the screen. That's fine. I, 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 I tried. <laughs> no, it didn't quite work. I tried to give myself... <laughs> Loki helmet this time. Well, yeah, I, I kind of see it. Yeah, it kind of works. Keep up with the team. <laughs> it's the wrong Loki. No, actually, no. I guess it's not the wrong Loki. It is a uh, that Loki. is just a few that, months. Not even. Mm. It's Avengers yeah. Loki, but it's that time period. You're good. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, these most two recent episodes of Loki give you the uh, TLDR. Loki has been hired as a variant to offer his expertise to the time variant or the uh, time variants authority. authority 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 um yeah he tries to help them catch the variant version of himself uh, with a few tricks along the way he does manage to discover that the evil variant or antagonistic variant <laughs> is hiding in apocalypses throughout time and space where their actions cannot be detected. Uh, using this information, he and the rest of the TVA find the stronghold of this antagonist Loki, who turns out to be a female Loki. I was right. Do, 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 do. Sorry. <laughs> Turns out to be a female Loki, as far as we can tell. Uh, Loki then escapes with her away from our dear friend Do not Mobius. Self destruct. Who I love. Aw, thanks, Lucas. <laughs> um, our dear friend Mobius, he had, sorry, Loki escapes from him, uh, interrupts antagonist Loki in her attempt to discover... Oh, that was the other thing. Uh, we learn that antagonist Loki is able to uh, get into people's memories and that she has used this to try and 
uncover information about the timekeepers. She uses this information to stage a brief attack on the TVA headquarters. Uh, we also learn that the members of the TVA were not created by the timekeepers, but are humans with their own pasts that can be manipulated. Also variants. Also variants, yes. Enchant people, like some sort of enchantress. That's true. I know I put up the whole thing that I was right, that it was Lady Loki. She could be Enchantress. She could be both characters mixed together. It's both. I think what it is. I think yeah. it's that. That's yeah. what the MCU. That's what they do in the MCU a lot. They kind of yeah. pull some comic stuff and then mesh it with what jives best with their version of the story. So I think that's what's going on there. That's called adaptation, and it's something they do very well. Yeah, that's the whole reason to make movies of different products. Like, I, I see very little reason to just make a scene by scene remake of something that's already good. Are we? Do we want to talk about both at once, or do we want to hit yeah. episode two first? Let's talk about all at once. All okay. This is easier because it yeah, all runs yeah. together at this it point. It all runs together. Uh, but yes, in episode two, Loki interrupts uh, antagonist variants' attempt to find the timekeepers uh, through a series of mishaps, strands them both in an apocalypse where there is a moon, uh, impending moon going to crash into a planet. <laughs> they have to escape. Loki gets drunk and destroys their way home. Um, there's some bonding. There's maybe maybe a little bit of romance. Hmm? There's, There's definitely some flirting. Wait, between the two of them? I mean, there's yeah. some flirting. I mean, I don't know that it's okay, but there's some flirting. Uh, it's... There's a great metaphor about love being like a dagger. An imaginary dagger. Uh, is that really... A, I mean... I, if you horse. hook up with yourself, is Loki that really just masturbation? I think it's just masturbation. <laughs> Like, I have another reason why it might be gross. Like, I'm curious to see. I think there might be some flirting, some romance. Um, Loki gets drunk. He tells this variant who we find out she goes by Sylvie and does not want to be called a Loki. She does not give very much information about herself, letting Loki fill in the gaps of her story with his own. Um, and neither confirms nor denies them. And... Yeah, then the planet, the moon crashed, or the, the ship that was going to take them to safety is destroyed, and they are left stranded in the impending apocalypse. Yeah, they're basically fucked. I mean, the TVA is going to come in there at the beginning of yeah. next episode and pull them out of there. That's how that's going to work, because Mobius now knows what the game is, is that they hide in mm -hmm. apocalypses, right? So they're going to be looking for them through all the apocalypses. Mobius... I also think... Oh, go ahead. I think Mobius genuinely likes Loki, too. Yeah. Like, He's from the 90s. He's a 90s variant. He's obsessed with jet skis. I can't wait for destroy, him to go back there. It's going to destroy <laughs> his poor little soul when he realizes that everything he knows is a lie. Yeah. You know, it, 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 like, in, like from the chat, it, it doesn't make any sense that all of the the uh, enforcers for the TVA are humans. There's something fishy with so, the TVA. We know there's something fishy with the TVA. My theory with them all being humans is that that is the TVA that deals with human variants. Well, we saw them have a scroll in there in the first episode. If the scroll was on Earth or on another human planet. Or was masquerading as a human before they got... I mean, that could be possible. Before we even saw them go to that planet that the apocalypse is happening on, 
that they traveled to at the Tempad, we hadn't really seen much outside of Earth this entire series, which was, yeah, it's been a little bit questionable. Like, people have been talking about, like, hey, why aren't there more cosmic beings in this or more aliens or more, like, why are they doing things on, specifically on Earth when they're traveling with this variant? And I think the easy answer is because it's cheaper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the possible story answer is there's a lot of, like, branches of the TVA. Or it's, it's yeah. all a lie. It's all a lie. I'm, I'm on that bandwagon. Maybe. I, I also think that Earth is a nexus point in general. I think that Earth is, and that's why all the stupid shit happens here. I've <laughs> got Earth. it. Yes, I they think re- between Loki and Wanda, they're going to kick off the multiverse of madness. Sorry, look at they the reset. They reset them in order to make them TVA members, the variants. That's what all those people are. And perhaps it is much easier to reset a human than it is another type of being. Like, humans' minds are much easily reset, and that's why we see most of the people at the TVA are humans. So before the third episode, after the second episode, my husband and I were talking, and I'm like, I bet there's a Loki running the TVA. Like, there is going to be another Loki. (laughs) Like, there's no more timekeepers? It's I don't think there. I don't think there ever Loki's was. I've never yeah. believed it. Yeah, I've never believed that there were timekeepers, but I do like that idea of a Loki being at the top. Because also, it's like like Mobius says that they've <laughs> dealt with more Lokis than anybody else, and so Loki what? would know to get rid of all the other Lokis because they're the only ones that could stop him. Right? Maybe. What if the Loki who's in charge is? a Loki Sylvie is hunting and the reason that she hates being called a Loki. It's very possible. Super possible. Some shit happened that made her hate it. That's for sure. I'm, I'm so about just oops all Lokis. Like, that is... <laughs> it, it is Lokis all the way down. Yeah, no, it is. It's gonna be fucking Mobius Lokis Mobius is a Loki. <laughs> Everyone's a fucking Loki. I mean, Mephisto's it, a Loki. <laughs> Mobius is a Loki who got his nose broken one too many times. Wow. But yeah, like I, I have a feeling that there are going to be a lot more Lokis in this before we're over. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I th- I think that's Up to that's here where with Loki's. Is, yeah, <laughs> I think that's where it's going. I think that's where it's fucking going. So that would be interesting. I don't know. I, I really like. I not that I didn't like episode three because I liked the the back and forth between Loki and Sylvie, but I really liked episode two. Just like the way that it went down and like how, uh, how Loki first met her and like her plan with all of the different, uh, time bombs. Like I thought it was really cool, really well done. And it's a really refreshing setting to see Loki in. he's not fighting anything. He's not like running any schemes. He's, he's researching. (laughs) Like he's just got stacks of books around him. I mean, he got Mobius, to, he got to show how clever he was. Yeah, Mobius he keeps acting like Mobius can't manipulate him, and Mobius has totally been able to manipulate him. Like he even says to him, "I thought that your ego would be enough that you would want to be the best Loki, and that would motivate you to help me catch this Loki." And then and then it totally works. Like he's like, "Oh, guess what? I figured out. Like it's hiding in apocalypse. Like it totally works." So Mobius is like, "Uh," so- and yeah. Mobius has the same vibes that I try to carry into my classroom, which is <laughs> there's nothing you fuckers can do to me. Like, I'm bigger. I have the authority. Like, go ahead and do what you want. 
not going to change how I live my life. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's getting a phone call. Yeah, no, I, I mean, Mobius could be a Loki. I don't think he's going to be a Loki. I don't think, I think most of the TVA are, are probably just variants that unfortunately mm -hmm. got caught up in this, but I think at the upper echelons are all Lokis, if there's more than one. Uh, I think that, that part of the TVA's mission has been to systematically destroy Lokis. So, we'll see. I mean, the other option is this could be King the Conqueror. Because we yeah. know that's coming. And and why would they have so, Ravonna Renslayer up in there if it's not going to tie into King? But I don't know. They could. I have a ridiculous theory that I haven't quite, I'm not ready to let die yet. Sylvie is not a Loki. Sylvie is a, um, oh, what's her name? Loki's mom. Hmm. Frigga. Frigga. Yeah. Sylvie is a Frigga. Which is why I'm like, romance, flirting, character development, emotional connection. Curious to see where it goes. Yeah. I don't know. She's not a Loki. She's a... Interesting. Well, I think... God's... <laughs> yeah. God's an incest. Say it isn't so. Yeah, no, we know. Um, I think it... it would be a really, like refreshing twist on I am your father like and like Frigg is a character that I love and I feel like she never got really the place to shine it's true like it was implied that she was a badass but never really if it anything also... she shined more in, in Endgame yeah. than she did yeah. in the other ones when Thor went back to talk to her or when he ran into her I feel like it also would give us a little bit of that like tying it back to his montage of his life yep. and like the chat is saying she's the one who taught him magic um and i think that would be interesting closure for him not even closure like that would be more development right um i heard a rumor that uh there's gonna be kid loki flashbacks perhaps so that, that makes sense so um one of the things they also revealed, like, Loki is officially bisexual in the MCU now. Woohoo! Um, I, I mean, think he might be our first confirmed queer character in the MCU. Uh, that, that it's been explicitly said yes, but Valkyrie, it was implied. Okay. And Captain Marvel just has the vibes. And oh, and and one of the Russo brothers in Endgame played a, a gay guy in yeah, a gay guy in the. But that's not that's like you know like a, a NPC, right? That's not like a main <laughs> character. Confirmed in a way that can be dubbed over in foreign releases. Right, but I, I'm pretty sure that it was implied that Valkyrie was, but not as outright as what they said in Loki. So good on them for finally letting his freak flag fly. Well, I guess technically we got our two confirmed queer qu characters uh, because it was Sylvie. It, Sylvie also, also sure. is just yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I would just like to say I shipped the shit out of Loki and Fandral from <laughs> uh, the Warriors 3. He did. He is. Are any of them alive? Wait, but he was also played by what's his nuts? 
Who's uh, um, Zachary Levi? Yeah, I think. yeah. He's and now he's um, Shazam. Now he's Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still ship it. No, it could happen. Shipped it. I he mean, was played by Zachary Levi. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't Man, always. He was also. He was also played by um, one other guy too. But it was Zachary Levi Taylor for at least two of them. I'm about a Thor, Captain Marvel, Valkyrie, uh, Thrupple. Talk about, like, a power oh, triangle. Oh, there's going to be some hmm. stuff happening in Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, yeah, like, no, it's yeah. going to be, but maybe yeah. it's going to be more Valkyrie, Thor, what's her face, Natalie Portman. Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Lady Thor. Lady Thor. She's going to get to be so badass, too. Yes, they... I don't know. I'm wondering if she's going to be an alternate timeline Thor. Well, I mean, this is this is throwing everything. I mean, she just fucked up it, everything, right? The, we saw the timeline go blah, 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 all over the place, right? She set off the bomb. And we haven't seen the effects of that. Nope. Which is... <laughs> um, I'm wondering if the effects of that are um, Wanda hearing her kids' voices. Oh. Oh. You know, I, I saw on the internet. That somebody right when spotted, they went back and changed the scene, yeah, that they changed the Wanda Vision end credit scene to have like a very subtle, like weird, like you could see something kind of coming down the mountain when they're painting so into her cabin. The the thing coming down the mountain is an accident. That's a VFX accident. That's not supposed to be there. They probably it's have already Dr. fixed Strange. it. No, <laughs> they probably have already fixed it. The but only was... weird thing that they changed is the trees. But why? And like, the what's lighting. the point? I mean, I don't have a good answer for you. They Why literally they just it? went back and changed a shit ton of lighting in Rise of Skywalker for Disney Plus as well. And they didn't say anything about that either. Literally, fans caught it. So I think it's the same type of thing with Wanda where they're like, hey, we're going to go back and touch this scene up a little bit and add a couple little things to make it look better. And then they ended up adding another error into it because literally there's like a specter oh, no. coming down the mountain in it. And it's literally a VFX error. Like it's, it's not. Mephisto. It looks like Dr. Strange. It's Mephisto. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mephisto all the way down. Do we have that? Do we have that as a. Uh... No, I need to make a gift for that. Yeah, we yeah, it definitely needs to be in it. And a Fisco. sticker. <laughs> um, we have a list of stickers we need. So, okay, oh, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe the chat can chime in. Do we want Don't Validate the Fuck Boys or Mephisto Confirmed as a sticker? Why not both? I mean, we could do both. 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 Which one definitely first? Definitely both. Which one first, though? Don't validate the fuck boys. I think don't validate uh, the fuck boys okay. is more of our vibe. We needed that sticker a lot this week. Yeah, we're, we said we weren't going to talk about it, so we can't talk about it. But basically, we're not going to validate the fuck we're boys. Not, we're not, we're not going to validate, validate the fuck boys. No, and if you want to know why, you can go look up the latest outrage that isn't an outrage in, about Star Wars. <laughs> about toy packaging. We're not going to talk about it this week because we're pressed for time. But we are going to talk about one more thing, Marvel news. Let me go back to content view. Bloop. We want to talk about... You just blooped Joe out of existence. What? Oh, he's back. No, he's back. Shang-Chi trailer. As long as you didn't blip me out of existence. The Shang-Chi trailer has a very important frame in it. Well, first of all, Shang-Chi is literally the movie I've been waiting for all year. Like, I am most excited about this one out of everything. It looks so fucking badass. I know badass. nothing about it. So cool. 
But anyway, here is this cage fight between Abomination and Wong. Do we know that's Wong? Confirmed by Kevin Feige today. It is Wong fighting Abomination in that ring. Which I think is really cool. I think it takes away from the rest of this trailer because everyone now is just talking about Abomination and Wong being in this movie. But I'm really excited for this. I'm like Nikki. I don't know anything about Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. I don't either. Just from the trailer, like, I'm excited for this dude to fight his evil dad already. Like, I'm down with that. I, I don't need to see the trailer. I just like Marvel movies. Yeah. I, I'm a mm-hmm. super big nerd about all this because yeah i won't let it go too crazy but anyway it's gonna be really good guys it's gonna be so good so i'm excited and there's a dragon who is not fin fang foom it looked like a water dragon didn't it well it was in the water but well does that make it a water dragon i don't know it's not fin fang foom (laughs) i mean (laughs) it's 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 gonna be a soap dragon Common misconception. I mean, think it's going to be a soap dragon. Common misconception. (laughs) It's not going to be, um, uh, fuck. Oh my God. I'm now I'm going to destroy all my nerd cred because it's Shaolau the Undying. The one from Iron Fist. I definitely did not say that right. Ah. My brain. I've had a migraine for three days, guys. So my brain is at half capacity. But anyway, Iron Fist has a dragon. This has a dragon. Like the Marvel, like East Asian shit. When they stopped being racist about it and and started being really good about it, is actually really cool. So I'm excited for them to like bring it out. Can you make Iron Fist not? Racist? Yeah, you kill off the white guy and you let Colleen Wing continue to be the Iron Fist. That's how okay. you do it. Yep. I like the Iron she's, Fist she's series. I'm too. in the minority. I'll acknowledge that it's not good, but I liked it. I I mean, I liked it too. Danny Rand annoyed the shit out of me. I liked everybody around him a lot more than him. But I, I just like rich white guy goes to Asia and learns the secrets of well I, to be to be fair he didn't just go there he crashed there yeah yeah, yeah, Still, yeah same thing white savior complex for sure overplayed that's why i really liked calling wing wing doing it like like that was way cool daughters of the dragon was really badass we're already gonna see uh charlie cox is already rumored to be coming back as daredevil in something john bernthal as punisher as well wait he's they confirmed him or it's rumored I don't think it's confirmed yet, but it sounds like it's very close to happening with both of them. One of I my really him. good friends refers to the Daredevil series as Action Catholic. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. I, to be fair, like, honestly, all of the Netflix Marvel casting was, like, great. Except for Danny on. Rand. Like, to me, um, like... He was just like, but that just was his character. I mean, it might not be the actor's fault, <laughs> you know. Or so, Vincent D'Onofrio, please. Yeah, man, he was. He's so the, good. I mean, he's the best part of that show. So he was so good. So I really hope that yeah, the guy who played Loris Tyrell, um, 
so I hope that they they bring these guys back. Like, and I loved Luke Cage. The second season wasn't as great, but Luke Cage was always one of my favorite, actually, comic characters. So I just I hope that I they like, do I stuff. I like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones better than the other ones. I yeah. Don't there. Jessica Jones I never is watched season two of either of those. I don't think season two of either of them was better than their season one, so take it as you will. Um, but what was cool, though, is or weird, is that the villain from Luke Cage 1, uh, is Cottonmouth, is going to be Blade. <laughs> so, Mahershala Ali. Yeah, he's going to be Blade. That dude is fantastic. So, He's a great casting. I don't. I, I, it, maybe the the multiverse is going to explain why that happens, and he's not. <laughs> I don't or know, we can just close our eyes and accept it. It's true, but Marvel used to be very picky that you couldn't play two characters in the in the MCU. You know, it was a whole yeah. thing. So, but I hope we see more of those characters come back because they were really good. It seems like it was a waste just because they were on Netflix to just ax them. So, especially if John Bernthal comes back as the Punisher because he was so good. And I he... think you're going to get a scenario like where Star Wars is pulling from the expanded universe for certain things. Like, that's what Marvel is going to be doing. I think they're going to tell you, hey, these Netflix shows are not MCU canon. Like, sure. we're we're going to enlist a couple of these people because we think they're really good at what they do. But yeah. don't expect it to tie back. I think that's how they mm-hmm. got away with I casting think... where Shalali is Blade. I think that's the way to go about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. We were kind of fed those with the promise that they were going to be in the MCU. I know. <laughs> were we, though? We were. Kinda, it was a yeah. whole thing. Uh, I never felt that way. And I never felt that way, especially about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think that's one people get riled up about, and I hated that show. So I was like, I don't even want to act like it, this shit exists. You know, it had its moments, too, but it got real weird when they started doing the whole... Um... Call something. Well... I mean that was from the get go. Uh, what the 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 other thing, the Inhumans. Mm. Is that what it is? Inhumans. Yes. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, it was the whole like we have to do this because we don't have mutants, right? But now we do, so maybe. I mean, isn't isn't all of this kickstarting the multiverse going to be their way of, of putting mutants into the MCU? Like that's. Yes. That's, probably. Mm-hmm. Hope so. Basically, they're gonna fuck up the timeline. It's going to be insanity, and then they're going to put it all back together, but nothing's going to be the way it was before. And it gives them the perfect opportunity to, like, recast Captain America and Iron Man and, like, get Ugh. a new version of those stories. You can I don't them. think we're going to oh. see a recast Captain America. We God, just got that, Captain America. We did. Yeah. You said that it's gonna it's gonna happen eventually. And I don't think we'll get a new. Way to do I'm it. thinking like this is their chance to bring in a new Wolverine. And right? You're like, no. Oh, like, why go, are you gonna break our hearts? Heart, heart, what are you doing? Heart, they're not gonna bring in a Tony Stark either because we're getting um, Ironheart. Ironheart. Yeah. Yep. No, we're not. Yeah. No, no we're gonna have, we have um uh, uh Sam as Captain America, and I am looking forward to Ironheart. Um, but I do think eventually this is gonna be their way to do that. And get like another chance to tell Steve Rogers and Tony Stark's story again, because personally, I think that's one of the cool parts of comics is to like put these characters constantly in a, a new setting, a new time. Sure, it's true, but that it's a lot harder to do once you move it to different media. It was easier yes. to do in comics, in media, in in movies and shows. Then you got the army of the 
the angry fanboy. I mean, in comics, <laughs> it's one of the off-putting things for me. But not like crossovers and retelling the stories or anything like that, but the rebooting the universe is yeah, so Yeah, they do it a lot. Like, DC's a lot worse about it than Marvel. Yeah. Marvel, Marvel had a better way of, of explaining all of it. Like, and then and the one big-ish reboot that they did was Ultimates, which is really what all of the MCU's based off of more than the and regular Ultimates <laughs> always felt more separate than a reboot. Right. It was just more of a modernization of everything. So, and it made sense. I mean, that's what got us Sam uh, Jackson as Nick Fury. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. they made him Nick Fury in the Ultimates, and they're like, hey, we're going to make this a, a movie. You want to play yourself as because you're already in the comics. And he's like, yeah. And there we go. So, and yeah, we're going to get his show. We still have a bunch of show, shows that are going to happen. So, yeah, I think that, that basically all of the stuff that's happening now with the timeline and Wanda, I think we'll see it in Shang-Chi. Like, why is fucking Wong fighting Abomination? You, I think that Star Wars has given me cancellation PTSD because you keep telling me there's all these Marvel shows coming, and, like, I don't believe you, <laughs> and I totally should because Marvel has not shown that they will do that. That's just Star Wars canceling canceling and reigniting and whatever movies every six months it seems like and firing directors and firing producers and like all this stuff and like i feel like i have PTSD. like you like i look at this thing it's like oh here's the next 10 marvel shows and i'm like oh these are never gonna get filmed and they're like hey they're filming four of them right now i totally was fucking wrong yeah like i don't know why why i feel like that it's It's just star wars it's the reason star wars won't market anything They have even, no idea what's actually going to make it to you. But even now, it God doesn't damn feel like it. that was like Star Wars shows. Like one of my friends said this week, they don't they don't actually believe the Acolyte is going to make it to screen. Well, she's already giving interviews. And then like this week, I just saw that they're starting shooting like in the next two weeks for Acolyte. Yeah. Like they're already getting ready to start. So I was like, oh, well, I thought Acolyte totally was going to be happen. a much later one down the like, like I thought that was a. No, yeah, but if they're I... starting it to. Now it's not going to be out. It's going to be before Ahsoka and the Rangers of the New Republic. See, that's what I was thinking. I thought it was going to be after all of yeah. that. I, I feel think like now you're... it's Sorry. because they're filming it elsewhere. I think it's because Ahsoka and Rangers is a Filoni Favreau show, so they really have to mm. work on one thing at a time. But Acolyte is separate, so they're probably going to film that over in England or wherever else, so they can work on that whenever. Maybe I don't know just... why, like, I don't have a good reason that I feel like that about this stuff. I think maybe it's just because Marvel, like, starting, like, two years ago, Marvel just went, this is all of it, right? And, like, for so many years, like, this this medium of, like, comic book movies, now we're into shows, but before it was just movies, where it was like, we heard rumors for years and years and years about a movie, and then it never happened because something fell apart, they couldn't sign who they wanted, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I think it's probably just that factor like marvel just like laid on the table like here's our next 10 projects and like automatically my brain's like nah but i should have just been like yes they're totally going to do all of this which is really impressive and mind-blowing kevin feige hasn't backtracked on shit yet basically i don't think people walk from marvel stuff really I think they know it's well handled they know it's well directed they know it's a guaranteed fucking paycheck it's I guess it's not even so much they don't walk because there's definitely been some directors that were brought in for projects that didn't end up doing them with Marvel like um oh gosh who's the guy who directed Baby Driver really famous director 
Also, Shaun of the Dead. You should know this, Steve. I can't think. Oh, Weiss right and Benoff. Well, those were guys from Star no, 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 Wars. No, no, no. I don't think they no, were. No, no, the guy who directed Baby Driver and directed Shaun of the Dead and directed. Oh God, I can't remember his name. Anyways, he was supposed Edgar to. Edgar Wright. Ant- yes, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright was supposed to do Ant Man. Like really, they had it. Yes, Edgar Wright was supposed to make Ant Man, and ended up not. So like, it's not that it's unheard of that stuff doesn't come to fruition with Marvel. I just think like it's just not to the point that it is with Star Wars where Star Wars makes an official announcement and that it still doesn't happen. So I don't know. We have PTSD. I guess I just have it's some true. About no, that. we do because first of all they don't market anything and second they just break our hearts sometimes. So it's true. Yeah. All right. Well do we have any last minute prediction? We got Loki tomorrow morning. Any last minute predictions on, on Marvel stuff? I think maybe we'll see who's running the T V A. So there are two episodes left? Three. Three. Yeah, there's six. So we just watched the third. This tomorrow's going to be the fourth. Yeah, I think we might see who's running the TV. I think the next episode is where Mobius finds out everything's sort of not what he thinks it is. (laughs) I think the ending note of tomorrow is going to be Mobius joining up with Loki and Sylvie's little band. Yeah, once once he breaks their, the, yep. their his heart, basically be like, hey, you know, you're a variant. It's his whole world will shatter. He's gonna be like, wait, I left my jet ski back on Earth. Like, yep. you know, it'll be cool. So yeah, I Secret think that's where we're gonna Heimdall. go. That would be See, oh, that'd be a fun one. I mean, he he should be watching every. If he's keeping an eye on Loki, like he's probably keeping an eye on. Can Heimdall see into the TVA though? Because magic doesn't work there. It's also outside of reality. That's true. As far as we know. We'll we'll get to see how many fucking infinity stones Loki fucking palmed because he definitely kept a couple. I felt like he grabbed a couple too. I was looking. I watched watched back this week with my wife and I was like kind of like looking to see. (laughs) Yeah. He's got some. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if uh, if if there's a Loki if running the next time episode opens else. up with him taking a uh, an Infinity Stone out of his pocket and just do a Deus Ex Machina them out of that. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> like I, I was waiting for that to happen, but I, mean, I think if he, he had was a like, stone the whole time. Yeah, I think he was waiting to use mad. it. I think he was. That's a cheap ending. Well, it's either gonna be that or the TVA find them. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well, All right that's I'm it for this stuff. week. Let me plug the stuff before. Oh, yeah, you guys yeah, yeah, want to yeah, hop yeah, off. Yeah. Let me, I'll plug the stuff. Plug. While. Okay. So uh, if you listen to this episode, thank you. Um, if you're watching us live, you can check us out also later on YouTube and Spotify. We're there. On YouTube, we are the Rad Batch Podcast is how you can find us. On Spotify, you can find us. Uh, just search the Rad Batch on Spotify. We're the only podcast named the Rad Batch. It's pretty cool. Um, and if you want to find us on social media, you can find us at the rad batch on Instagram and Twitter. Please send us comments and questions. We have like six followers (laughs) on Twitter. It's really bothering me. He's our Instagram. We have like 25 Instagram. I'm one of them. (laughs) I know I'm like the Twitter user of all Twitter users. So I'm like, we need followers on Twitter, but anyways, so yeah, if you watch us live, that's where you can find us after the fact. If you didn't watch us live and you're listening on Spotify, we apologize if we were more of a visual medium, but thank you for listening to us. You can always check us out on the other channels and 
perhaps next week we will be live on YouTube. I hope so. I Stacy, why are you holding up your like jizz Taurus? Just holding up the jizz band. Because the Galaxy's Edge is selling these these clue sticks now, so I feel like whoever gets there first needs to buy one so we can have Which one some... of them is playing the jizz box? <laughs> I'm guessing this guy on the end here. It looks like a bagpipe hurdy gurdy. That's definitely a jizz box, right? Yeah, there. that's a jizz box. <laughs> I think this made a really inappropriate joke. We should end it before so I can All go. Right. Thank you for listening. That's it for this week, Bye. guys. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>